Love burgers and pizza Wanna see me eat some Can't get enough of that meat yum Chili cheese fries and some Mr. Pib I need tacos with a nasty dip Pico de gallo, mayo or dryo Hot sauce or barbecue straight from Ohio Homemade coleslaw, fuck Boston Market Junkie blue cheese range into five star bread Only one time Hello and pizza. welcome to Bring a Plate I'm Peter Hot Breakfast Taggart And I'm Rebecca Shaw What the hell is that? I'm Hot Breakfast We discussed this last episode Forget so quickly Yeah, I It's because of my porridgey face and my muffin top It's my, it's oh. my dating profile name Hot Oh, breakfast. that's right, I forgot Sorry, I'm drinking a beer oh, We're both drinking beers Both drinking beers Fucking straight eh, mate Straight eye, straight eye, mate <laughs> Here gone Here gone <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sick of people. You're so sick of people? What, just Australians. Australians. On Australia weekend. Day. It's not Australia Day yet, but... Yeah. If I have to read another fucking BuzzFeed... Not BuzzFeed, but, you know, a clickbait article. What it means to be Australian. Oh, yeah. I will... Ugh, I do know. nothing. I'll do nothing about it. I'm pretty lazy. And that's, that's the quality that makes, makes you me a great Australian. Exactly. Australian of the year. Who's going to win a show of the year? Um, I don't know. Carrie Ann, is she nominated this Carrie year? Anne. Carrie Ann. <laughs> no. What if, if Australian of the Year was just the gold Lokis? I feel like it is. It kind of is, I think. Um, but that means that Rove would win every year. <laughs> Doesn't he still get nominated? He hasn't he been on TV for five years. Yeah. No, I think he, he lives nominated. in LA now. Beck, it is Australia Day. Um, what do you do to do – you, do you celebrate? Do you, do you observe the Australia Day holiday? Do you observe it? Well, I – by – do you mean like watching it go on? Yes. Yeah. Like, do you do you participate in anything? Like, well, do you throw a shrimp on the Barbie? <laughs> um, I kind of just go to someone's house usually, and okay. we do the things. Sorry, what? <laughs> do the things that you do just on the my day. annual Australia Day orgy. <laughs> yeah. As per with, usual, with just the, the um, regs, green and gold condoms. <laughs> it's gone so overboard. With the, I mean, you are wearing your um property of an Aussie boy singer today. <laughs> it is a hot day. I don't blame you. Yes. But, uh, I am the property of an Aussie boy, my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I claim a boy to keep things That's fresh. Right. Well, you're not married. Exactly. So you're still his property. Yeah, yeah. exactly. How so, much is your dowry up to now? It's like one and a half cow legs. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> just a leg. I want to get to a whole cow before I commit. But yeah, I'll just go. I think last year... It it, bec- it became more about the um, Hottest 100 for me. It has become more about And I think look, there are a lot of issues, obviously, around Australia Day. Mm-hmm. And I think it shuts a lot of people out of participating. Mm-hmm. It's it's meant to bring us all together. But and really, there's so it, much racism. And, yeah, and it, it becomes a uh, an excuse for, like, jingoistic, aggressive, violent behaviour often. Yeah, there's it like, becomes about drinking too much piss and just being revolting yeah. in public. There's, like, such a fine line between... Patriotism and racism. Well, I don't even like patriotism. Well, like I nationalism. I remember George Negus a couple of years ago, like, and I don't think he got in trouble for this because he's George fucking Negus. He yeah. can do whatever he that wants. That mustache. He's like Beyonce. He's like Australia's Beyonce. He can do whatever he wants, ever he wants, ever he wants. Want. He's a grown Negus. Okay, carry on. Did I see that coming? Um, <laughs> this is like glee. It is. Um, so, George Negus said a couple of years ago, like, it's just weird that we would be proud of yeah. somewhere just that where we just happen to be born. Mm. Like, it, it, when you think about it as a concept, it doesn't. 
make a lot of sense. Yeah. I think it's a good day. Like, for me, ideally, it would be a day of reflection on what... A day of mourning. A day of mourning. Yeah. No, but like a day of reflection on what awful things we've done and what... <laughs> that sounds so fun. <laughs> and why no, don't we no, make it that? But also reflect on stuff that is good and like why you're why you like feel lucky to have been born here not i was born here so that makes me automatically yes. better than you yeah. other cunts <laughs> sorry yeah. that was a shame day yeah but you know what i mean um but anyway i will go um to a friend's place tomorrow and eat kangaroo burgers and drink kangaroo burgers. yeah delicious okay. i only have them on a Australia day because i don't cook they're very lean they're very oh, lean so, so lean, lean. <laughs> so lean <laughs> beck <clears throat> you were right when you said the other thing about Australia Day is the hottest 100. It's really become mm-hmm. part of the day, part of the fabric of this country. It really has. Well, it especially has. for a certain um, Young group of people. But I think even people who've grown up with hottest yeah. 100. Well, I'm in, in my 30s, so. Yeah. What's your... I'm old. I'm way older than that. <laughs> Gosh. What, um, was, what was the number one when you were like in high school? <laughs> It was just um, instrumental because they didn't invent yeah, lyrics. They yet. didn't invent lyrics. No. Yeah. Um, it was Sunny Boy by <laughs> Al Jolson. <laughs> oh, we should also mention this. What? Back, this is our tenth show. Oh my god! Celebrate good times. Come on. Is this rock is dead? I've been really depressed lately. Why? I don't know. I just have. It's because it's our tenth show. Oh yeah, it is. That's making me depressed. <laughs> I've been, you know what? Um, I've just been I've been really busy, and I just don't have enough time to be happy. <laughs> My God, um, you don't have enough time to drink. That's sorry. your problem. You don't have enough time to drink, and that's making you sad. Well, no, I'm as you, uh, well. You, as you are aware, I'm back on on the wagon. Yeah. Is that what you call it? Off the wagon or on the wagon? When you're drinking again? I guess so. But on the wagon sounds positive. Like I'm, I'm on, on the, the wagon. wagon. I'm on the drinking wagon. <laughs> And well, I'm off the wagon in terms of sobriety, but I'm on the wagon in terms of yay liquor. Beck. Anyway, depressing and drinking is yeah. a good combo. It is Carry a good on. combo. Oh. There won't be an 11th episode, but don't worry about that. Beck, one thing that makes me proud to be Australian is the upcoming oh, shit. Chappella movie. <laughs> Very are good. you are you excited about the Chappelle movie? The Chappelle nope. movie, we should say, is the Chappelle Corby telly movie, the telenovela of Chappelle's. The telly Chavella. The telly Chavella. <laughs> the telly. The telly Savalas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, I am not. If you ever tweet about Chappelle Corby, oh, yeah. you will get so many nuts I know. tweeting you about Friend how she's innocent. Friend of the innocent. show, Lawrence Barber, got that just the other day. <clears throat> he and I were talking about Chappelle and he's like, you should see all the insane comments on YouTube. And then he got insane comments on his tweet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> They're crazy. I just tweeted something about how I couldn't care less about the um, movie. And yes. then like 10 people all had this huge conversation around it. And I'm, I was... I don't. I don't have any control over if she's in prison or not. Sorry to tell you, Um, but I did. I was looking for the trailer for it, and I found a thing called the Expendable Project. What is that? Which is a documentary starring Sylvester Stallone (laughs) as Chappelle. Yes, (laughs) Bruce Willis as Mercedes. I'm Chappelle. Chappelle, come What a bad Sylvester. Yeah. Is um is her sister's name Mercedes? No. Who? What's her sister's name? Yeah, Mercedes. Her, her sister's, Do you sister's name is um <laughs> Volvo. <laughs> That's her other sister, Volvo, Mercedes. Do you Master. know have you ever before Chappelle Corby got arrested? Yeah. 
ever heard the name Chappelle. No, I'd never heard the name Mercedes either. <laughs> oh, I'd heard Mercedes, but Chappelle isn't a I'd name. I'd never heard the name Rosley Rose. <laughs> Has there ever been anyone else called Chappelle? I think it's like Hitler now. I hate to do this, <laughs> oh but gosh. I hate to shift. I'm not comparing Chappelle to no. Hitler. Although, when you look at the numbers... Um, Hitler no. loved a, a boogie board. <laughs> yeah, he did love a boogie board full of marijuana. Um, look, I'm not saying she's innocent and I'm not saying she's guilty. My I'm th- just saying I can't wait to see this telly movie <laughs> about her. My thing is is that I don't... Either way, she shouldn't be in jail for, for that, that long. No. So I don't really... Well, do you know who's in uh, this? Should, should I say? Yeah. What because do you want to say? I was about to say the name of the actress, which okay. is bonkers. Please name the name of the actress. Crew boiler, crew with a K, like it's like cool crew. It's like yes. if a cool was. It's like me and my crew. Yeah, yeah. Crew boiler, boiling. Yeah, crew, crew boiling. Crew boiling. <laughs> I'd never heard that before. I, love, I was reading this article about the telly movie, and they're like, "Oh, the extent she went to to transform herself into into Chappelle. She had to dye her hair black, <laughs> and." <laughs> Well, that's it. She had to dye her hair. But Christian oh. Bale, eat your heart out. Yes. He's like in the machinist. All he had to do is dye your hair, Christian. All he has to do is lose, you know, 45 kilos. <laughs> yeah. Nothing on crew Not to eat. dye your hair black. <laughs> crew probably did it on the weekend and then was like, did it at home the with a home job. Yeah. <laughs> crew. Crew. Oh, but I love the cut. This is a perfectly, I, I, it could be a garbage movie and it looks looks like it could be. It will be. Um, But the casting Whoever cast this movie, and I am not joking, is a genius and a scholar and 2014 Australian of the Year. Jacinta Stapleton from Neighbours as Mercedes Corby. That's good. That's amazing. That's perfect. More perfect, Denise Roberts as Rosalie Rose, looking so much like her, it is terrifying. And Colin Friels as her father. Mm. And probably the best casting... You'll know, do you watch the McAuliffe program ever? Yeah. Francis Greenslade as Alexander Downer. How good is that? That is insanely good casting. But see, that makes me think it might be good then because they're all good. They're mostly all good. And is there anybody in Australia who is not going to watch? And is there anyone on Twitter who's not going to live tweet this telly movie? Absolutely not. Mm. It's going to be massive. It's going to be a massive hit for them. Beck, before we get into the Bat Pottest 100... We've got to make time for a little something called News Minute. Hi, this is News Minute. I'm Rebecca Shaw. Queensland Health has issued a measles alert for the Brisbane area after a man contracted the highly contagious disease while overseas. Authorities say to avoid anyone wearing a T-shirt that says... I went on holidays and all I got was this measly t-shirt. A cruise ship crawling with cannibal rats is said to be adrift in the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, yeah, but all your beer and wine is covered, said my dad. HBO have aired a new series called Looking, which follows the casual sex and more serious relationships of a group of gay friends living in San Francisco. Stay tuned for a similar HBO series about Peter Taggart's love life called Looking at Porn. And now here's Peter with sport. Well, cricketer Mitchell Johnson took home the prize Cathy Border medal this week, saying his dirty handlebar moustache had really helped his performance. He here, said every sex pest. 
Meanwhile, Channel 7 has been accused of homophobia for the lack of cutaways from tennis ace Casey Delacqua to her same-sex partner sitting in the stands. And while we're on the case, Channel 7, I'm also disappointed there were no cutaways from the tennis to reruns of Sons and Daughters. And finally, Jonathan Brown has stepped down as captain of the Brisbane Lions, but stepped up as the captain in Captain and Tennille. And you are mistaken, you didn't hear a variation of this joke in the last podcast. You're a fucking idiot. And that's sport. Are you wearing shorts today? Um, God, stop hitting on me. <laughs> Am I wearing shorts? I couldn't see. I didn't look at your legs. Oh, please look at them. No. <laughs> back We're yes. back Hello Yeah Just thinking a couple of tinnies Couple of cold oh, ones Oh yeah Couple of cold ones Cold ones Some bloody forex Oh Do you like forex? Fuck no I almost bought tinnies for us today I don't like drinking beer out of a can Oh I'm sorry Tell tell them what you're drinking today I bought you from uh, It's from Burley Brewing Co They have not sponsored us But if they'd like to send in some beers, better beers than the one I bought because this was pretty disgusting. Um, God, it's going to get it. Uh, it's called, you name it. My Wife's Bitter. Funny play on words, yep. isn't it? Hilarious. It's hilarious. Beck, <clears throat> you've got a plate this week. Yes. A plate that I read about, a plate that I read about, mm-hmm. a topic that I read about a couple of weeks ago, but it, it sort of developed into more of a story since then. Yes, um, well, I only saw it a couple of days ago. Would you care to inform us? Yes. Well, do you, have you seen the TV show The Bachelor? I'm aware of it. It's the, There's The Bachelor, so it's one guy, and then um, the I, always, I like to watch the first episode, because all the women come in in limos and they have like a long walk to him and they have to try to think of something to, fu- to, to like, like stand out. Stand yeah. And um, so they come up with some bat shit. Do you see I can put my leg behind my head? <laughs> yes. Look at my vagina. <laughs> um, so it's one guy who then – they all live in a house together. There's like 25 women. Okay. And he kind of slowly gets – I think I've seen like an X-Tube video like this sometimes. <laughs> oh one man, 25 women in a house. One man, 25 men. Don't, don't lie. Um, and so the, the point of the show is that they hope to get a marriage proposal mm-hmm. from The, the Bachelor to the his final – It's the point of our lives. Yes. Wink. So the next Bachelor, whose name is – Juan Pablo Galavis. Oh, you're such a racist, yes. <laughs> Juan Pablo what? Juan Pablo Galavis. Juan Pablo Galavis, yeah. yeah. Um, he was doing some interviews and he was asked a question about the idea of a if a gay bachelor would be a good mm, idea. Yes. And he said no. Okay. He oh, doesn't well, think it would be a good elaborate? idea. He, didn't elaborate at all? he said, I respect them, but, which is also <laughs> always a yes, good, yeah. I respect them, but honestly, I don't think it's a good example for kids to watch that on TV. Why children? Uh, do, do, okay, here's a question. Do kids usually watch The Bachelor? <laughs> so it's, it, it's, it's Nick at Night, the lineup is <laughs> Lucy, uh, Green Acres, um, The Bachelor. Yeah. What's, the, what's that, um, The Wizards of Waverly Place yes, and then The Bachelor? <laughs> and then The Bachelor, you watch. And 25 his... <laughs> horny women try to ride one dick. Yes, okay. And his kid's four. So if mm. his four-year-old's watching The Bachelor. He's yes. got bigger issues. Um, but obviously people have their husband and wife having kids and that's how we've grown up. And now there's fathers having kids. I think English is his English, second okay. language. So I'm he's... Gonna... 
but giving one a pass here. No, um, uh, my English uh, not so good. <laughs> Yeah, so then he said, there's this thing about gay people that it seems to me, you know, I don't know if I'm more mistaken. <laughs> no, don't laugh. It's, uh, it's he, said they're more, it's, uh... he said they're more pervert in a sense, <laughs> which... Which I wear as a badge of honour because I see myself as a major pervert. <laughs> but basically he was saying it shouldn't, there shouldn't be a gay bachelor because kids will get the wrong idea and think that it's fine to have two men together. Yes. Which I just like, I love the... Balls on someone to yeah. be on The Bachelor, which yes. is a marriage reality show, yes. Yes. essentially. He's taking the, the moral high <laughs> exactly. ground. Exactly. Yes. There's no moral high ground when you're on The Fucking Bachelor. He has 25 women competing to make out with him and have sex with mm-hmm. him and possibly – then he goes – there's like three women left and he goes to meet their families and decides which one he wants to pick. Yeah. He's choosing women. Yeah, like their like like cereal, cereal in a supermarket aisle, yeah. essentially. And then he's like, oh, no, but gay people are too gay perverted are to perverts. be on TV. <laughs> the argument against same-sex yes. marriage, they always rule out the sanctity of – marriage and all that bullshit Mm. and then you've got shows like this and you've got shows like fucking farmer wants a wife which is in the title it's finding a wife and it's it's finding a wife but what's like to be a farmer's wife i'm sorry means you're essentially like an unpaid employee of the farm like (laughs) i grew up you know in country queensland and i know that farmers wives other than wearing raffia hats and tying everything in raffia which they do just a little <laughs> detail for you but they just work as slaves for their husbands so essentially it's farmer wants a slave that will also bear him kids <laughs> that's a more it's not as pithy yeah. though it's not as no it's it's hard to come across except there was one one year that was a his he was a farmer in that he owned a winery and is he still single? <laughs> he was very handsome too. Okay, cool. Blonde and young. Oh, funny. Um, and then, but hypocritically of me, mm-hmm. there is a show that if it comes on TV, yes. I cannot tear myself away. Now, don't call it a guilty pleasure. I hate no, when people say that. No. There's nothing guilty about pleasure. No. I watch many terrible things yes. constantly, storage wars. Um Four Weddings. Oh, you like Four Weddings? Especially Four Weddings Canada. I'm really surprised that you like Four Weddings. I don't like it. I just, I don't really like it. I'm more at in shock at how horrible the people are on it. And they I'm have like, themed weddings, don't they? <clears throat> some of them do, but it's more, there's four women having a wedding and then the other three go to their wedding and judge it. <laughs> and there's cameras and they talk about how shit it is. Okay. Well, one Pablo Carlos Santiago. Um, <laughs> Wherein the one is Carmen Santiago. You are a homophobe, but I forgive you. And do you know who else forgives you? Fucking Lance Bass. Somebody what do you asked, mean? Well, somebody asked Lance Bass his opinion on what The Bachelor said. And he's like, he's really cute. I'm like, please go away, Lance uh, Bass. Go to space. This is not your time. Yeah, get go shot into space. Be in gravity and be forever. the George Clooney character. <laughs> yeah. Please float away into space, Lance Bass. <laughs> Ugh, terrible. Lance Bass. Beck, I'm also discussing reality TV this oh. week. Because there is a show... That has come back on Channel 10 year after year. It's one of their... I'm not going to say one of their biggest hits because it has been declining in ratings. Oh, has it? Their biggest hits. One of their biggest hits. (laughs) Hints. Wink. Uh, It's the biggest loser. Right. Uh I can tell on your face that you're already (laughs) excited to speak about this. I love... Yeah. Yeah. No, the biggest loser is... 
where uh, overweight people, obese people Mm -hmm. maybe, uh, they lose weight. They get put through uh, training sessions with someone called the Commando. They also live in a house together. They live in a house together like the monkeys. It's like the Bachelor. (laughs) It's like the Bachelor. Except instead of finding love... It's, They're insulted. Yeah, you're insulted daily, and and told, no one will date. Them yeah, because uh-huh. people yeah. are awful. Look, I have massive problems with the Biggest Loser, and I've had them mm-hmm. since day one. Of are you starting January. a war? Um, I'm not. I have so many wars running. Constantly. You can't keep I them can't, straight. I can't keep up. Are you going to burn some bridges? <laughs> it's a Michelle Bridges pun. <laughs> Everyone. Thank you very much. I'm going to set fire to Michelle Bridges. I'm going to leave that for the listeners as an activity. No, look, the thing that annoys me most about The Biggest Loser, and there's a lot of things that annoy me, uh, Michelle Bridges aside, is that it does try and masquerade all the time mm-hmm. as a health show. Mm-hmm. And I was saying to you about just the other day, which is why it made me think of this topic. You were saying apply for the biggest loser. <laughs> I was saying apply for the biggest loser for God's sake. <laughs> I'm sick at the sight of you. <laughs> and the other thing I was saying was um, I was saying like if it wants to be a health show mm-hmm. and if, if, if it wanted to sell itself as a health show <clears throat> rather than a weigh-in at the end of the season, yeah. they would get everyone together. There'd be no eliminations, firstly. They'd get everyone together for a health check. Yeah. Okay, how are you doing? Doctor checks uh, are fully uh, all, your, all your bits. He, he, pull, your bits. he pulls your penis. <laughs> yeah. he, he, you have a pap your nipples. <laughs> you have a pap smear, even if you're a man. You, suddenly they put your finger up your ass. Every, like all, all the business is done. Yeah. And they give you a health certificate because being skinny doesn't mean being healthy. Yeah. This is what people really fail do to do. Do they get even do around. like they check their cholesterol at the start and the end? Or they I just, don't even it's think just they weight. Do or they it's don't. It's just weight. It's just yeah. who loses the most weight. And then it, because it. it you because as we know, all thin people are healthy. Look, yeah. Um, Amy Winehouse, yeah. Uh, Pete Doherty. <laughs> oh, all they're thin and beautiful and very healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Because then the way they do it can't be brought under scrutiny as well. Because it can't be like, oh, you've lost 40 kilos, but your cholesterol or yeah. blood pressure is like through the roof because whatever reason. Yeah. The, their message they're sending home by not doing those health checks and by not awarding it, awarding the prize based, based on the overall health of the person, yeah. is that the message they're sending is it's more important to be thin and beautiful yeah. than it is to be in good health. And yeah. that is so concerning because there are people much heavier than me yeah. that are healthier than I am, that, have, that do more exercise a day, that don't drink every day. That have better livers. That Yeah, that have better <laughs> livers, that have clearer skin. Okay? So there was this article in the City Morning Herald uh, the other day mm-hmm. and um, uh, I've got to get the name right of this woman who wrote this article. So it's Stacey Carter, who's an associate professor in the Centre for Values, Ethics and the Law in Medicine at University of Sydney. That's specific. Very specific. Good for you. Stace. Now, she says... Um, Dr. Stace. Dr. Stace, uh, Ranger Stacey. The show is likely to harm contestants and unlikely to benefit them. They are rewarded for not improving their health but for decreasing their weight. Before weigh-ins, they reportedly starve themselves, mm-hmm. go without fluids and take long saunas to temporarily shed kilos. Ken's of Kensington joke, insert here. They are sometimes trained to the point of physical breakdown. Medical emergencies are just more drama for the storyline. Yeah. Imagine if the show, if they didn't push them far enough that there was a medical emergency. 
like it would be so boring television. Like they they make that happen. They'd probably they start po- slowly poisoning the cereal, poisoning the water, and going, "Oh look, oh she's sick." Oh no, no, why? Um, it'd be like flowers in the attic yeah. when they give them cyanide donuts. <laughs> um, but my brothers are boxers, and you have um. Because you have to meet a certain weight yes. to fight in the weight class. And so you do the weigh-in the day before mm-hmm. a fight and then you fight the next day. Yes. And so if there was a chance they wouldn't make the weigh-in, they would put plastic bags on and oh, go wow. for runs and go in saunas oh, no. just to lose the ex- that little bit of weight to make the fight. And then they would do the weigh-in and then after they would like – gorge themselves and i don't have a big problem with that because that's professional sport i am just saying it, it sounds like a similar thing but when, where you're, they, when you're starving yourself for a way and, and the end goal is just to be skinny yeah that's the main yeah problem. exactly the other thing that stacy also says, my brothers really want to be skinny <laughs> but i think the problem like i don't see fat people or like really obese people watching that and being like oh this is so inspiring i no. see Thin people making fun Absolutely. of the people. That's a huge part of the show. I've unfollowed so many oh. people for me. Making... Tweeting about it. Here's the thing that's awful about it. Mm-hmm. Smug, thin people watching the show. Uh, watching people die. gorge themselves on donuts. Because <clears throat> like, that's the thing. At the beginning of each show in their profiles, they like lay out, you know, 40 donuts. Yeah. And they like, you know, go for it. Yeah. Actually, I'm laughing because it's pretty funny. <laughs> what doesn't make me laugh is the thought of these people just sitting at home and laughing at, oh, look at what a shit life that has. Because food addiction is really an addiction at the end of the day, just like any addiction. Why would we watch someone sit at home eating 14 bowls of pasta followed by two chocolate cakes and laugh our asses off? Are we we also going to laugh at a single mother who comes home every night and drinks two bottles of scotch before she passes out? Are we going to laugh at somebody who's got a fucking needle stuck in their arm before they overdose? No, they're all fucking addictions. It's not fucking funny. Michelle Bridges is a demon monster garbage (laughs) from hell. And I'm very angry about it. I can tell I'm scared. I find the show so upsetting and I find that attitude of people thinking it's just hilarious. But also, yeah, and also... It's probably a combination of things as to why you you are skinny. Like yes. a lot of it would be to do with basically luck or genetics yeah, or your lifestyle or your, you know, if your parents had money or, absolutely. you know, there's a whole range of factors. Like it doesn't make you a better fucking person. No, to be thin. And then you sit there and laugh at people like, oh, this is disgusting. Stop doing it, you fuckheads. Like, let's go and get some KFC from across the <laughs> I think I will actually. The, the other beat to this, uh, this story is the fact that Margie Cummins, do you remember her from a couple of years ago? Was she like had a huge personality? Like she had a huge personality. She was a lesbian. Oh, she used to own a pizzeria, and now she owns a personal training company. How boring! I (laughs) want to be friends with Pizza Margie. (laughs) Margie was admitted to hospital after her win. After losing 73.2 kilos. And they'd lose it in like two weeks. Yeah. Cummins revealed that she was scheduled for urgent surgery after being diagnosed with an infected pancreas and liver problems. She says on her Facebook, fast weight loss was the cause. And because I went for so long with it, it's now done some damage to my pancreas. Now... That's the other thing about this show. You lose weight so quickly. Mm-hmm. Every doctor will tell you the best way to lose weight is, you know, over a period of years. And when a, you are wanting to lose that weight that quickly, it has serious And it's got to be a lifestyle change, not just I'll go on this show for 
a few months. Yeah. Dr. John Darcy, do you know him? He's often on the telly uh, talking about so. medical issues. Uh, he said that 12 to 25% of people who rapidly lose large amounts of weight suffer gallstones. <clears throat> the gallstones can cause pancreatitis, which is severe inflammation of the pancreas and can be life-threatening. Mm. So, look, it's all worth it. If you want to fit into your old formal dress, you know, <laughs> to have pancreatitis and maybe lose your life. Great. Yeah. Well done, Channel 10, for bringing it back every year. Uh, just but that's the thing. Work. It's not It's not the contestants that I have an issue with because no. they're just they're probably – They're desperate and they think it's Absolutely. a way to do it and it's they're I don't helpful. The contestants at all. Yeah, it's the show that I, I perpetuates – like, I, I love the troops. I don't love the war, Beck. Exactly. You can support the troops, not yeah, the war. support the troops, not the war. <laughs> um, well, that's great. Uh, I really do feel like KFC now. Um, <laughs> you don't and eat I'm meat. Film you don't eat meat. What do you eat at KFC? I want fucking chips. I want their greasy, oh, salty yeah. chips. And I'm going to oh, gorge yeah. myself. And you can all, uh, all, you can fetish, I, all you fetishists out there can watch it and pay me. Can I t- live tweet it and just laugh yes. at you? Okay, yeah, you good. you can live tweet and say how disgusting I am. <laughs> okay, good. I took you to an We're back. Hi. Just been singing some uh, John Williamson. It's raining on the rock in this beautiful country. Do you see John Williamson? Um, my dad, uh, all dads yeah. love him. So my, my, I loved him too. My dad. was da- the first Hey, true blue. Here's me or you. Yeah. Here's it mom or dad. So I have to get this next bit across. Is it a cock or two? <laughs> That's a pretty good impression. <laughs> it's well, it's going to take him. you places. I do love him. Do you? Yeah. Nah. Beck, to get in the spirit of Australia Day again, <laughs> this podcast I thought we would discuss um, from 1994. Good. Directed by Jan de Bont. I had to look him up because... I love his work. Jan de Bont, the famous film director. <laughs> He's a famous cinematographer, apparently. He's done... He did, like, Die Hard and uh, a million other movies. Cinematographers always make the best directors. Well, he did Twister and he did Speed and they're two Not classics. So. You've already named it now. Speed. We're discussing Speed. <laughs> well, you We're doing Speed We're doing together. Speed. Now, Again. if you don't know, the other names for Speed are... Um, I had to look this up. Goey. We can also call this film Goey or Wiz. Oh. Hmm. Let's do Speed together. Okay. What, what's it all about? Um, basically, Keanu Reeves and Jeff Daniels. Yes. They're which two I, cops. I like to think it's like a sliding doors dumb and dumber. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're a team and they are bomb experts. They're bomb, bomb experts. disposal. They're the bomb. They're the bomb. They're da bomb. They're da bomb. And um, they get called out to a biz... A business, <laughs> a business. Anyone can say that. <laughs> they called out to a business. <laughs> yeah. Um. They've just these people have just had a business meeting, business meeting and they get into yeah. an elevator and it drops and basically they think it's they think it's a, a whoopsie daisy. They yeah. think it's a mistake. It's not, a, it's whoopsie not a whoopsie daisy. daisy. It's not a it's not a Schindler's lift uh, malfunction. Mm. 
Have you seen the... No. That's the name of the lift company in all the lifts. lifts? Yes. No. Go to the cultural centre, get in the elevators. What, in in Brisbane? Yes. In Brisbane, the lifts are called Schindler's Lifts. That's the name of the company. Oh, my God. That's the name of this episode. (laughs) Schindler's Lifts. It's true. I thought this movie should be called Elevator and Bus. Because that is what... (laughs) And yeah, or a train as well. Elevator, bus, train. Um, there's a lot of. Buy a bus, sit by a train. Falling in love is kind of the same. And I've seen seven births and a saint. And it felt so good. I want to do it again. Okay. I love Bachelor Girl. So do I. They're good. Australian band. Um. What happens is it's a, it's a bomb that's attached to a, a lift. And a I thought... We call it in Australia, a lift. Ah, uh, yes. Um, and it's Dennis Hopper is uh, is the crazy guy. I thought it was um, Gene Hackman for a long no, time. No, Dennis Hopper. I know. The thing about this is Dennis Hopper plays this crazy madman who likes to attach bombs to... He's good at things. it too. Do you think this is a documentary about Dennis Hopper's life? Because <laughs> I'm not so. convinced it isn't. Did he I know the cameras were rolling? <laughs> I he's, no, he's so. notoriously nutty. If you've yeah. ever seen the um, the documentary, not quite Hollywood, they discuss him coming to Australia and working here a bit. I can't quite remember. I think it's Mad Dog Morgan, mm. but he was uh, yeah he he's, he was a bit of a drug fiend allegedly, uh. and um, he's dead now. We can say anything about him that we like. <laughs> he's not going to Ter- bomb he's us. A terrorist is what he was. <laughs> um, he won't get us now. No. But he he plays a psychopath. Basically, Keanu and Jeff Daniels uh, foil his plan. Yeah. Um, he says it was his life's work attaching that bomb to the elevator. Like, fuck, your life's work? I know. Anyway, to get back at Keanu, he straps a bomb to a bus. If that bus goes under 50 miles an hour, the bomb explodes. The end. Speed. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. Um, I will say both Jeff Daniels and Keanu Reeves, the most handsome either of them have been. Do you think so? Yeah. you think this is peak handsome? Yes. I, I do have a little fact going forward before we get into anything else is that they actually brought this film to um, Paramount <laughs> Pictures mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> to try and sell this movie. And Paramount said to Graham Yost, who wrote the script, they said, too much bus was their major <laughs> note, which I love. Too much this bus. This movie about a bomb being strapped to a bus has too much bus. So they did change it after that, then I'm assuming. Well, they actually did. They yeah. altered it to include a train as right. well. Right, very and tricky. Um, and he, I think, he brought it to another studio and they picked it up. But it wasn't Paramount who picked it up. And it was a huge hit as well. It was a huge hit. I think it holds up really well. I enjoyed watching it. it I it's will a good say action this about movie. It. It's a very tense movie. Yeah. And um, even Roger Ebert, R.I.P. Uh, said like I think he gave it like four out of four stars mm. or something. He gave it an incredible it's score. Like, yeah. And it's it's a popcorn movie that you do, I imagine if you're seeing a cinema, clench your seat while yeah. you're watching it. It's I think it's really well done. But apparently um Joss Whedon like rewrote the script. He did. Uncredited. He rewrote the script. <clears throat> and Graham Yost, who wrote the script, said, oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, they brought in Joss for rewrites, but he mainly just rewrote the dialogue, which I think is the biggest shade throwing because the dialogue in this movie is shitty. No, I think there's some really? funny jokes oh, in no. it. I think oh, no. Oh, no, the dialogue's terrible. Oh, but I like San- I think. You think Sandy B's funny? I think she is a breath of fresh air in this movie. I think it's one of her better roles. It was one I of love her, her breakout roles. Was this before or after um, while you were sleeping? 
As established in a previous episode, While You Were Sleeping, I Fucked Your Brother is the full title of that movie. Um, this was before. This was before? A year before. Okay. I think she's really good. Keanu Reeves is a terrible actor. The thing about Sandy's in, in this movie is she hops on the bus because she's lost her license for speeding. <laughs> I thought that was fun. I okay. thought that was a funny line. All right. She's lost her license. She's having to take the bus. She thinks she is so much better than all of the people on this bus. Who does she think she is? Me? <laughs> Stop stealing my act, Sandy B. Um, did you read the thing about that Jeff Bridges was initially meant to play Keanu Reeves' role? Really? And wait for this. Guess who would play oh, Annie? No. <laughs> Up against because I don't know what I might have read this. It was Meryl Streep. Listen. This person was initially chosen because the role of Annie was going to be a comedic role opposite the serious role of Jack. Oh, Ellen DeGeneres. That's why I did read that. Oh, imagine. That would have been... I cannot picture it. Just keep swimming. Just keep bussing. I cannot imagine her driving a bus. (laughs) It would have actually ruined the movie. I'm I'm glad they didn't go with that. It was Mr. Right. Yeah. Oh, God. Mr. Right on a bus is how they pitched it (laughs) to Ellen. Yeah. Um... They get on the bus and Sandy somehow is an amazing bus driver. Yeah. The thing about Sandy's driving, though, is um, she's driving and she has to sw- sideswipe all of these cars. Oh, my God. How many people did they kill on the I road know. is what my question is. There's Before they he even puts a bomb on that bus, he blows up another bus. Yeah. They don't care about all those people who no, died on that bus. No, there right? must have been hundreds of people that died. She sideswipes like a million yeah. cars. Yeah. There's a plane that blows up at the mm-hmm. end a yeah. train crashes through the yep. city mm-hmm. there's a million people, million people dead to save at 12 the end, they're like oh, at least uh, alan ruck survived <laughs> going back to dennis hopper who has strapped this bomb on this bus and is going to blow it up if it goes under 50 miles an hour i don't i've reached the end of this movie and i realized that i didn't understand his motive can you please explain why he did this what was his motive for doing it why he wanted money but, but he like, didn't really want money. He didn't really want money. What, what was it about? Why? Why did Because he want... it was for revenge for the police. Because for he ended up being what? a police officer and he got his hand blown up. But all he so? got was a shitty gold watch. And so? Like, he knew that when he became a police yeah, officer. Yeah. And then I think it was all about how he is obviously sexually gratified by blowing up bombs. Oh, really? Is there something about that in there? <laughs> no, but that's just what I think. Remember his whole thing about a bomb is made to explode yeah. if you don't. It's all, don't... it's all about like... Associated with ejaculation. Don't snark on people's sexual preferences. If people get off by watching things explode and killing people other off, people, if, yeah, that's like we're all you know different strokes. I love. Strokes, um, there's one point where he realizes that um, Jeff Daniels and Keanu Reeves are going to foil his plan, mm-hmm. and he so he blows up the bomb early. Yes. But his line is, "Don't fuck with Daddy," oh. <laughs> and he blows it up. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> Yes. The thing I like about Dennis Hopper right. is that he got like, – here's the thing. I'm sorry to be this person, but criminals these days don't go to any fucking effort. They don't. I love all the effort he goes to in this movie. <laughs> and he has um, 
he's so casual about it. He's like, so casual. When he's sitting at home, he's got all his, he's oh. watching footy on one he's a screen. Catch. He's a catch. He's, he's a catch. Yeah. Yeah. He's like an older. He's a cash catch. He's drinking a lot of Coke. Yes. Out of bottles the whole time. Coke. That's that's cool. Speed and Coke. That's cool. Speed oh. and Coke. Yeah. But don't you think that's classy, people who drink Coke out of like glass bottles? Glass. That's so classy. It does taste better out of glass it's bottles. It's so classy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he. Has a lot of TVs. They're all terrible yeah. old TVs. He's a catch. He's. I don't understand. I don't. He laughs a lot. He just seems like a nice, he guy. Seems like a nice guy. He should be the next Bachelor. Yes. <laughs> has Come to money. my house. I love drinking Coke out of bottles, which means I have good taste. I've got so many TVs. You love TV. Um. I know. I like. You'll have to um, blow things up with me because that's the only way I can get off. <laughs> exactly. But hey. Um. Anyway. So my other problem is. They get everyone off the bus, um, but they, they get deci- everyone off the, the bus. bus. Yeah. <laughs> um, they decide that they're going to go ahead with the drop off for the mon- ransom money because mm-hmm. he doesn't know. Blah blah yep. blah. Um, and he goes from tunnels underground. I don't know. I didn't understand. But anyway, why is Sandra Bullock there? I don't. He kidnapped. He yeah. takes her. Why is she at the site where they're doing the money drop off? Oh, she's obsessed. While you were sleeping, stop saying D. (laughs) And then the train ends up crashing, and they slide out, and they survive. And they start fucking in the train carriage while the (laughs) residents of Hollywood look on. But do you think What, what this film leads to? There are explosions, and all it leads to, the big finale, is exhibitionist sex. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. And the, the big, like, the famous line is, um, oh, what is it, like, relationship. Oh, it's really famous. You remember it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Relationships started under intense um, circumstances yeah. don't last or something, and she's like, we'll just have to base it on sex. Is that a famous line? Yeah, from the movie, a quote from the movie know. around that time. All my friends were saying that. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I was 12. <laughs> it's, it's, I thought it was really good. It's I, a fine movie. It's a fine action movie. It's a fun Friday night, say, if you're sitting alone and drinking gin in your apartment. <laughs> it's a good time. The final question I have for you, Rebecca Shaw, is was the bus trip in speed worse than any Brisbane bus trip mm. on any given day? <laughs> About the same. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's the bus. Buses are interesting. There's a there's a clear line between bus tra- tra- travel and train travel. I yeah. think trains are a lot more. Trains are dangerous. No, do you think trains are classier? Yeah, definitely. Oh no. Oh, uh, yeah. No, because buses you're all seated forward, and so there's more. Like, I think you can behave a little more. But when trains are like mm. you're all seated in different directions, people are up walking around. It's dangerous on a on a train. No, buses are buses are more unpredictable. Trains are on a track; they're going straight ahead. They know where they're going. Welcome back to the Maybe bus train debate. <laughs> I on think it's Green just Blades. well because I would usually catch a train during peak hour, mm-hmm. so it's usually people going to work. Yes, and then I would catch buses from. Um, You've never caught a late night train. Yeah, but have you ever caught a late night bus? But actually, the the most vi- one of the most violent things I've ever seen happen on a train. Oh, what happened? Well, it was New Year's Eve. Yes, it always is. I know. My sister has a similar story. But it was about 4 p.m. <laughs> 4 p.m. going into the city. Um, there was a family 
um, a dad, a mom, and two girls, as oh, a family and should be. Broke out, disgusting. And um, you can tell where this is headed. Bloody families being violent on the <laughs> And the daughters were about maybe fifteen or sixteen, and they were all drinking um, rum on the train. And, and the, the parents were allowing. The mum said, "Make that your last rum." What a good mother. <laughs> I know. So I knew that it was... <laughs> that is your last rum of the train, Young lady. Me, okay? <laughs> yeah. And so um, I was like, oh, well, this is not going to end no. well. And the dad was wasted. Okay. And he got good up. You, dad. They were getting off Aroma Street. Yes. Um, the dad walked down the aisle to go towards the door. The train moved. He, like, fell into a guy sitting there. Yes. No, he fell into a girl sitting there. Mm. And she was sitting next to the thing that has the plastic thing. Yes. And he was like, do you fucking run in? Don't grab me. And he'd oh. fall into her. And so he punched the plastic thing what? next to her head. Oh and it like cracked. And then luckily the train was about to go. So he jumped off. But then as we watched, he walked into an elevator and he like ran into some guy with his shoulder and pushed the guy back into the hotel and decided smack into the um, elevator and decided smashing him in the face. Oh, and as the elevator went down, it yeah. was terrible. And the M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> twist is, that was, was your family. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Dad. I was the daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Mom only ever let me have one rum. <laughs> Hello. For the first time in 2014, we are back with some lesbian news. I was very excited when you told me this morning that you had lesbian news to bring. Yeah. Uh, what have you got? Because you love lesbians. I do love lesbian and I don't. You love honest, lesbianing? I love lesbianing and I don't pay attention at all to them, honestly. As soon as you see the word lesbian, you shut down your computer I and do. you throw it out the window. <laughs> No, I don't even read it anymore. Like, I can be reading a sentence and the word lesbian can be in that sentence and my mind just skips over it. Like, I just don't even recognise it. You're a terrible, so terrible, terrible person. Um, well, a few things have happened. Um, have you heard of the show The Real World? I have, yeah. Because initially it was a really good, like, edgy. They had, like, mm-hmm. a guy with HIV dealing okay. with, you know, kind of put in a house with homophobes and stuff like okay. that um now it's a big trash pile of trash people oh good who go in there to get drunk it's like and laguna beach yeah, yeah it's terrible however this season there is a lesbian in the show so and it's in san francisco <laughs> and she's a beautiful tall model lesbian um anyway so i've been watching okay. the show <laughs> It's terrible. It doesn't take much for you to watch a show. Okay. Well, if... if they Okay, here's a question. If they put a lesbian in, say, ABC's Sunday agriculture program, Landline, would you watch that every Sunday? Yes. <laughs> but do you know what? I drew the line because they did put a lesbian in Two and a Half Men and I never and you watched, haven't watched it. you have watched it? No way, no way. Because you're not hot enough? No. Shallow. Because, um... I'll watch a reality show with a lesbian. That's a real lesbian. Do they have to be hot, though? Do they have to be a hot lesbian? No, I watched the real L word. There wasn't. 
No. no. If they're cool. If she was like a real dickhead, I wouldn't be watching yeah. it either. But you don't – you should know that you don't – there's not an – What enough. should I know? Well – You'd be surprised what I shouldn't. <laughs> um, there's so little representation of lesbians there and is. gay dudes on TV that uh, I – No. What? There's too many. What are you talking about? One, one or two is enough. Look, <laughs> I, just... I had to see Todd McKenney on The Project last night. That was enough for me. Yeah, That's but enough representation the for the show. week. Do you know what I used to do? Because in Buffy, there was a lesbian character for a while. Yes. It was Alison a f- Hannigan? Alison Hannigan was lesbian with um, Amber Benson mm-hmm. playing Tara. So I would videotape – this is in the olden days, Peter – if I watched the start credits and Amber Benson's name was in the credits, I would tape the whole episode because I knew there would be some sort of scene. That's it's so sad. sad. This is pre-instant. You can't, where do I see mm. myself on TV? Did you have to sneak it? Oh, I suppose because no. Buffy didn't have to sneak no. it. No. But- I'll tell you what, when I was in high school, and I think a lot of people who were gay in high school share this memory, I had a tiny, tiny television before I had a proper TV. I, could, I might have even been 13. At a tiny black and white TV, mm-hmm. and I would watch um, at 10 p.m. on a Monday night on SBS. Do you remember what mm. the lineup was? Mm-mm. 10 p.m. Monday night was oh, queer, queer as, as folk. folk. Yep, and yep. I would often watch it. I I I could put like the uh, headphones in. I could listen to it in my headphones. Yeah, um, and it was black and white too. By the way, I think I already said that. Yep. But like it, it just adds to just the desperation <laughs> I know. to find anything. I know. And I would listen to it. and But I, sometimes the headphones were annoying, so sometimes I would just watch it. <laughs> and, like, I would understand the storyline. It was a very visual show. I'm like, these two are fucked. This one's angry because they fucked. But I used to watch it as well because it's, like, not... There were lesbians in it too, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they were did... boring. Oh, God, they were boring in there that was... show. A lesbian couple that was the main yeah. lesbians in the show, and then one and of they, them fucked a dude yeah, at the and end. And they were boring as fuck. Yeah, and then one slept with a guy. So yeah. that was a great. Thanks very much, <laughs> that was Tully from Big Brother. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. You don't. That's why I still am like I will watch most things that have. Because I'm not you as still have to seek it out. I'm not as desperate as I once was when I was like 17. I'm like, oh my god, I need to see girls. Um, what? Going from the lesbian in the real world, do you have anything else to say about that before I launch into the thing I want to say? I have more lesbian news, but that's well. I just wanted to say um, I didn't, I didn't, I don't really want to talk about this, and I don't. I actually, I'm going to mention it in very much passing. But uh, Looking did debut on HBO last week. It's been a huge topic of conversation mm-hmm. in the last week on on social media and the like. Um, would you please care to read me out the direct message you said to me earlier this morning? What was it? You sent me a direct message mm. regarding the television show Looking. Oh. And a cast member in it. Okay. I'm reading the Please te- read it verbatim. I'm reading the DM right now when you were telling me about the guy who shot a poof at you in the city. Okay, good. Um, Another happy memory. Okay. <laughs> Do I read it straight? Yes, verbatim. Hi, this is the name of one of the actors in Looking. Goodbye. O-T- <laughs> Say it. O.T. Fagbanel. <laughs> O.T. Fagbanel. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. So oh, that's man. your new... Whenever you're being too dramatic, I'm going to call you O.T.T. Fagbanel. There is a new, I was telling you about it before, Tina Fey's new show has yes. cast openly gay Fortune Feimster, who's very funny, mm-hmm. as um, in her new upcoming sitcom. 
Yes. And she's going to be playing an openly gay character. Okay. Which is something that doesn't happen that often. No, not in um, comedies. I didn't no. think. No. And then today, um, Margaret Cho has also been cast in it, and she's queer, okay. which is good. Um, she follows me and faved my tweet about it, oh, no big deal. Yeah. Um, and then finally, I wanted to talk about a story of a <laughs> – have you heard the story of the Hong Kong tycoon who has offered a dowry for any man that will marry his lesbian daughter? Yes. He's now doubled it. Okay. To $120 million. What? Yes. Oh, my God. And it's not a man. It's a man who will probably convince her to marry him. She's a lesbian. What if it's someone named Amanda? <laughs> <laughs> um, and the daughter is actually a very successful businesswoman herself okay. and is a highly respected act, LGBT activist oh. in Hong Kong. And she's offering $140 million <laughs> To not marry to her. To not marry her. <laughs> Oh, good. But she also has also had a partner for nine years, oh, and the partner is very Who upset. is dad? <laughs> Give me some money, dad. And Thank that's you. the end of Lesbian News. Lesbians are the best. Lesbians. Lesbians. <laughs> Unite. <laughs> Happy Australia Day. Becca, we're back. How Why are you, you clicking? Because like oh, I'm clicking. Are you like a beatnik now? <laughs> yes, we heard that song. The, the last song I just played was from the uh, Bring Your Plate Hottest 100, which we are streaming all day tomorrow if you want to tune in. <laughs> it's going to be on um, 97.3. A lot of Arnie DeFranco. People love us on 97. Why aren't we hosting a show on 97.3? I don't know, but I do listen to that station. I do like it. Because I go Triple J, because ABC in the morning because I'm yes. an old person, and I want to, see, and I want to hear Serial Box you and hear, hear Spencer all... Spencer yeah. I love Spencer, yeah. and um, sometimes Rebecca Levingston's okay. hosting, and she's my favourite. Um, but Serial Box, which is internet comments for people who don't have the internet. I love I that. love it. And it's the best. They leave it on the machine. Yeah. It's like... My name's Greg from Maruka. <laughs> I just think <laughs> I'm sick of people throwing used condoms in our park. Bye. <laughs> it is always yes. stuff like that. It's so good. And then in the afternoons, I pretend like I'm going to listen to Triple J because I'm cool. And then I'm like, I don't know any of these songs. I put a 97.3 playing Backstreet's Back and oh. then I'm happy. <laughs> they do have good music. <clears throat> they do. It's my favorite. Beck, we do have a bit of an announcement before mm. we leave. For this podcast, and I've got to apologise for the for the two or three people that listen to this. That uh, bring a plate will be going on a bit of a hiatus. Mm. Uh, we're having a bit of a hiatus because you're going on the Biggest Loser. We are going on the Biggest Loser, but <laughs> As before a we do that, we are hosting a show uh, on Star Observer Digital, um, a spin-off of Two Ser in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a show called Fat Heads. It will run over the course of five weeks. Essentially, it's a show about uh, heroes and villains uh, in the LGBT community. 
Mm-hmm. Um, You're the villain. I'm the hero. Yes, correct. <laughs> I I want to be the villain. The Good. villains are the coolest. Yeah. Um, but we're going to be doing that for five weeks instead. And I, of course, will link and let everyone know when it is actually on because at the moment I, I don't know. But <laughs> Over February, yeah, probably. February, February into early March. And we won't be going to Sydney. <laughs> we're not going to Sydney. We're recording the show here. Um, in our studio. In our in our tiny studio. Look at the setup, Beck. It's, it's very amazing. impressive. It's going to sound amazing. I think yeah. you can agree. <laughs> um, but if you want to listen to that, definitely uh, stay tuned to uh, my Twitter at Peter Target. Your Twitter, Beck, is at, at Brockle Snitch. And also our Tumblr, Bring a Plate dot. Uh, bringablakepodcast.tumblr.com or you can will, email either of us you can email brocklesnitch at gmail my number is 0408 029 yeah it should be fun it should be fun um, and I do want to say the ex- other exciting thing Beck, is what that we are getting to choose our own music Ooh. for this which is if a you mistake. ever wanted to know what we'd be like as wedding DJs, <laughs> this is going to be a little preview show for you. And I'm, I say we're going to we're going to choose our own music. We're not actually we're not making our own music. No, so, although it's Australia Day. Yes, and I would like to make some of our own music now. Don't you treat me bad Don't you make me sad Our love could be deep as the ocean If you can't be true I got news for you Just remember I can be poison Love you, Tiffany Lesbians! Lesbians! Track is like the bad breath My grandma thought the poetry cheap like a hotel